What up, what up, hoes? So today on our episode, we do just want to give a content trigger warning as we do mention sexual assault. Hey, you. Okay, hey, you, bitch. Um. Oh, we're doing it now. What up, what up, hoes? Welcome back to another episode of Two Happy Hoes. This is your girl, Chelsea, on the mic. And this is Rachel. Hello. How are you doing today? Right. How are you doing? What is that from? Respucia. I think that's from, isn't that uh, Medea? How are you doing? Maybe. Uh, Yeah. Isn't it? I think it is Medea. One, anyway, a black icon, regardless. <laughs> so let's just hop right into the show. Let's do it. Yeah. What are What are you mad about? I obviously will elaborate, but I could just keep it simple and say Texas, and everyone will know exactly why the fuck I'm. Mad. What state? What state are you in? <laughs> I was like, I'm not in a really good state right now. Oh, damn, Texas. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you have been paying attention to the news, the social media, you know, talks amongst people, you'll know that Texas basically overturned Roe v. Wade. Um, So it made it unlawful for um, people who can give birth um sorry y'all have a little house guest this weekend um but it made it unlawful for people who can give birth to get an abortion after six weeks um which is dangerous because most people who are pregnant do not know that they are pregnant at six weeks um they also basically I forgot what it's called where like basically civilians can like place laws on like their neighbors so like mm-hmm. if you suspect that like a citizen's arrest citizen's arrest thank you so like if you suspect someone that you know or someone in general <laughs> sorry y'all bentley is giving some main character energy okay he was like i'm here to stay bitch how dare you record without me <laughs> anyway sorry sorry audience Y'all, y'all see we've been going through the struggles for the past two episodes. But anywho, back to Gilead, aka Texas. Um, the citizens arrest. So it's like you can file a civil suit or report someone you know that's gotten a um that you think has gotten an abortion or has gotten an abortion, as well as healthcare providers. And it's just it's disgusting, it's gross, it's scary. Um, and then another caveat. Um, I have been seeing a lot of obviously news about it and language about it. And, um, people have been saying it's an attack on women. And while that is also true, women are not the only people who can give birth. So any gender can have an abortion. Exactly. So like, it is not just an attack on women. It's an attack on people who can get abortions or who are able to be pregnant. So just be, you know, mindful of that. But yeah, Texas is a disgusting wasteland. Um, you have now replaced Ohio um, <laughs> as the wasteland of the United States of America. And I hope when global warming really attacks this country, you are the first to go down. Just secede again already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just go. Like, go just go just yeah just fucking go like yeah i get out of here i would say more about this but i'm actually gonna talk about it a little bit more later so um but yeah obviously obviously <laughs> that's got me bitter <laughs> that's got me tight okay <laughs> i'm just like this is sick it's so fucking sick and it's just yeah. a gateway for more like conservative wasteland states to you know fall in line because they they're the first to really pass this other states have proposed this their their senate or supreme courts have just 
knocked it, like blocked it. Um, but now this is just a gateway. Yeah, I feel like conservative hoes and all their besties get together in their little cabinet and they're like, how can we make these states the worst, <laughs> the worst unbearable place to live for everyone? Yeah. How can we do it? Because, <laughs> I mean, it goes even with the, the, the first it was the CRT. Now, now it's the fucking. So now first it's fucking it was, the first it was the mask. <laughs> you right. You you right. The first it was a mask. CRT. And yeah, didn't that like governor or something go to Mexico or am oh, I thinking of Ted Cruz? They, one of theirs is he's a he's a senator or house of representative. I mean, we sound like <clears throat> we don't know shit, but also fuck Texas. Um, but Ted Cruz <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic, or no, it was after that big ass storm that they had last winter. And right, their power was out like in the, almost the entire state, and, and he was like, "Bye, I can't let my ch- my child begged me to go to Mexico with her. Isn't she like sixteen? You fuck it, like stay home." <laughs> but also, like you're the parent, and you have a job. <laughs> the fuck, you have a job, and also I wouldn't even take me to McDonald's, and that's ignoring the fact that like they were even like going to mexico so like yeah anyway texas has been a hot piece of trash since like 18 17 <laughs> <laughs> the atlantic slave trade okay <laughs> they, <laughs> they were on. trash before they even existed but yeah what am i bitter about today bitter about? Uh, um i actually don't think i'm like really bitter about anything um love to see it yeah i think i'm actually just chilling right now yeah <laughs> woot, woot. oh i guess i'm a little bitter because i'm a little overwhelmed with work mm. even though i love to like travel so like right now and i guess this is my happy home but i'm in chicago with my best friend which is great let's just transition um, to the happy home Right, which is great, but I think also I get like really when I don't have my set routine. Yeah, I feel like really, and things are ramping up at work, and so immediately when I get back, I'm gonna have to go to campus and just like then be around a bunch of people, um, which my introverted self literally, <laughs> literally finds the word so but I know people are excited to meet me and see me so either way I I'm like it's it's a catch-22 so um I'm here yeah well we love Chicago yeah I'm not gonna lie every time I go to the city I'm just like well I'll move here I'll never I mean that but I'm just like never not in love with it like I just love Chicago so much so that's how I feel about New York Mm -hmm. yeah I just it's great. I could literally be here and be doing nothing. And I'm like, this is amazing. But I'm in Chicago, though. <laughs> I, right. This is probably like a dope ass weekend to be there, too, because it's like the even though it's not technically the last weekend of summer, but the last weekend of summer. So, yeah, we actually went to this really nice bar the other day and had like um, some great cocktails. It was kind of like a speakeasy environment. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely was vibes. So. You know, people hate that word or like that term. Vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Like, but I actually don't use it unironically, so I'm like vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I love Chicago too. I haven't been to Chicago when it wasn't like ass freezing cold. So, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but what are you? What are you happy about today? Oh my gosh. So I have reached the pinnacle of adulthood. Um, I already pay my taxes. So that's not it. Um, I am not a parent. So that is also not it. I purchased a Dyson vacuum. And for those of you who know what a Dyson is, like, you know, that that thing sucks up. It doesn't leave a crumb, a piece of glitter on the floor. Okay. And it will suck your soul out. Okay. Period. (laughs) My my apartment has like laminate hardwoods um, and it attracts a lot of dirt and dust. So I've been having to sweep all the time. Um, plus, I have two rugs um, which need to be vacuumed. And when I moved last year, I got rid of my vacuum. Um, 
And so I needed another one. And did I have to get a Dyson? No, but these Labor Day sales was hitting right. And your girl wanted to treat herself. And it's like a long-term investment. Like this is something that I'll have until it dies. Uh, (laughs) As soon as I open this box, baby girl is going to call for that warranty. (laughs) Because this surely was an investment, but I did get it on sale. And I'm excited. I can't, you already know I love to clean. So Right. Um, you're thriving. You're fucking. <laughs> I, woo, I might put a video on our um, Instagram of me. Using <laughs> Not you being like, so a lot of you have been asking about my new vacuum. Let me just show you how she works. Okay? Guess me up. Guess me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. And I got the V8. Okay, baby. No V7 in this bitch. Right. We and it's cordless. Like new appliances. And she cordless. No cord. Hey, that is actually uh that that's you a plus. You them crevices. It can lay all the <laughs> way down to get under the couch. <sighs> Don't have to move the couch. Damn. You know how passionate I am about <laughs> cleaning and tidying. I feel like this is like a Pisces thing because literally <laughs> Jimmy just got done cleaning everything so yeah oh I decluttered my closet before we start recording this so <laughs> Woo. but I'm about to start my period and for some reason when I'm about to start my period your girl gotta you know I shed clutter like I shed the lining of my uterus <laughs> you're like oh it must be coming <laughs> oh dead ass <laughs> I'm sick um Woo. but moving on um today and you don't need them, sis. Um, I'm away. Before I get back to Texas, um, I want to <laughs> I want to talk about this little alpha male mentality. I don't know if you all have been on TikTok, have seen like all the parody TikToks, because obviously this dude sounds like fucking foolish, and he's like, you know, like. I'm an, I'm an alpha male and you know what's uh why all these women are single these days feminism da 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 he got a whole Tonka truck in the background like about the one who got the, the shower curtain yes like looking like a bum and a, like, a plastic tablecloth on his uh couch right I'm sitting here and I'm like you have a plastic Tonka truck in the black uh, in Baby, the background you need some feminism in your life <laughs> You need some, but I'm just sitting there and I'm sick because obviously everyone knows it's foolish and it's, it's giving like insecurity. It's giving like, (laughs) right. It's just oozing with it. And, um, we'll probably be posting a bunch of like, um, critique tiktoks <laughs> about it because they're actually pretty funny, but I saw this other tiktok that was like, men be like, what do you bring to the table and the table be wooden Aaron like a park like a fucking park like bench it's like you couldn't even give me mahogany <laughs> like oh, where are the girls to- where are the girls supposed to put their silverware like we can- <laughs> maybe having them plastic uh to go silverware Right. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, yeah, y'all need some feminism in your life because then you want to be making those are the the same ashes that be like, uh, and I need my woman to submit to me. Right. Submit to to what? (laughs) But I'm also sitting there and it is giving like, what's sad is that I know women would still, still go for it. Oh, there. Have you not seen the women on, um, TikTok, I don't know Other if there's a resp- response to that video or just shit that I've been seeing where they're like, um, women, you need to like submit and the man is supposed to be the leader and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, <sighs> please, it's okay. Go to therapy. Yeah. This is a side note, but like me, <laughs> me and Jimmy were watching White Swap all day yesterday. <laughs> So if anyone doesn't know that show, like White Swap was like an iconic part of the early 2000s era, era, right? Like it was. And it it brought us some great iconic television. Like <laughs> we didn't have no business watching that when we was watching it. 
No, but, um, you know, they're always like switching like the most uh, different families or the so like they'll but there's always like a ultra religious conservative family and literally and some the of people them who be letting their kids slap them. Yes. And then obviously they'll switch switch that mom with like, you know, a hippie dippy or like, you know, we love open communication in this house. I let my children get piercings at like, you know, 12. Like <laughs> they'll always they'll always switch them. But um yeah, a, a lot of them were like, oh, the woman does all the cleaning, all the cooking, like we'll we'll do all these things for for the men of the household. And I'm just like this is sick and like i'm sorry but like you're you're stuck in the sunken place sis like i just don't understand like what i do understand but i'm just like look marriage ain't ain't that great i mean (laughs) if i'm trying to sit there and take care of a man all day like on top of myself i can barely take care of my fucking self (laughs) exactly so anyway alpha male mentality gotta go you don't need him if he starts talking about submit to me you need to do this this feminism is ruining your your life drop him he's gross you don't need him but then also for you don't need him sis going back to texas we don't need him (laughs) we don't need we don't need these government officials these fucking white males like like sitting there telling us like what we can and cannot do with our bodies like it's just uh it's disgusting and i think i've been just seeing a lot um i mean abortion is healthcare and everyone should know that like yeah <laughs> but they don't um but what's scary i mean obviously we said like 6 weeks is not enough to know that you're pregnant like oh oh i forgot to say that oh yeah there is no um like exceptions for rape um trigger warning um sorry for not giving that before or incest oh yeah they i mean that's the other y'all are fucking sick (laughs) (laughs) of course there's no exceptions because literally so they want to put like this uh patriarchal white supremacist control on folks bodies um so at the end of the day that that also adds up to rape and sexual assault like they just it's all down to consent right they don't want you to have agency or consent over your body and so it does it's sad but it doesn't surprise me that they're like well you were raped Mm, i mean the baby should have been safer blessing Right. I'm like, not when I'm looking at that bitch and seeing my assaulter every day. Like, okay, what? Also, let's not even talk about how once the baby gets, you know, earth side, y'all don't give a fuck about that baby. Right. Right. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, I, it just makes me really sad because, um, I mean, I've had, I've had an abortion. I've had two abortions. I'm okay about it. I don't like, I mean, the first one made me sad, not gonna lie, but also, ew, I would have like a fucking like, what, five-year-old, six-year-old around here? Like, hell nah. I just would have added a lot to our life. But I want to, I want to say like, um, particularly the second one, I didn't know I was, was pregnant and I didn't know until seven weeks like and even then a lot of like folks still don't know Mm -hmm. um because sometimes you don't have symptoms sometimes like you know your period's just late or whatever yeah Um, sometimes you have an IUD sometimes you have an IUD where you don't get a period like so I'm just sitting here and I'm like if I lived in a state where I was not able to to do that not only would i have to pay for a flight to go to a whole other <laughs> whole other state um, persecution for even booking said flight and this is this is where i'm kind of at um because i think we're all really afraid to like say but it is like a war it's not even i mean it's a war on people right but i think it's like 
I'd be thinking about the words pro-choice mm-hmm. and like if we're living in a space like Texas or like Mississippi where there's like one fucking abortion clinic or yeah. like, you know, we're, we're facing all of these things that are literally trying to diminish every possible avenue or choice that we have to have safe, accessible healthcare and abortions is that really a choice? Like, and so I think people get like, really, like, really weird about like being pro-abortion, but like at the end of the day, it is, you are fighting for the right to, for people to have access to an abortion. Like, and you can, I guess, use whatever words that you want, but it, at the end of the day, it's not really pro-choice when I don't have a choice. Yeah. Like, what if I don't have the money to to just hop on a flight and go somewhere? What if I don't have an accessible car to like go go somewhere else? Like, it's not only the government placing restrictions on our bodily autonomy. It's also like then all of the other things that come with healthcare, money, finances, yeah. racism, all of these I'm things that work. Like, yeah, yeah. I I just like at the end of the day, like it is, yes, you can be pro-choice, but I think like sometimes people use that as a way to be like, well, you know, yeah, you can like, I'm pro-choice. I wouldn't do it. Uh, Yeah. Like I wouldn't do it. And so like when you're standing on that ledge, like a lot of it is like you you most likely are not willing to fight for people's right to an abortion because you're sitting there saying, well, I'm pro-choice and anyone else can do it, but I would never personally do it. So like in that scenario, why would you even care about like some people do, some people do have compassion, like to be like, I would never do it. But when we are sitting there on the line of like, oh, I'm pro-choice, but the choices are slim nah sis we really need you to move to pro-abortion you're either anti-abortion because it's also not pro-life right because if it was really pro-life we would care about those babies after they're born they would care they would have you know systems in place to take mamas because black and brown women are dying in childbirth at you know like 40 times the rate of you know white their white counterparts so like you don't care about life you care about control Right. And that that's the whole thing, because I I remember back in like undergrad, I, I wrote I took this like ethics course of. Oh, sorry, that's the dishwasher, I think. I can't even <laughs> but oh, I know, but it's probably going to show up on the recording. But um, <laughs> but. Oh, yeah, I wrote this article once for this uh, ethics class, and it was talking about like media and rhetoric and stuff like that and so we all know that like politicians and politics specifically use certain words and terminology to gain steam for movements to gain steam for their causes all of those things and so when we're thinking about the pro-life pro-choice like propaganda really like it is it's not really that it's either you are pro-abortion or anti-abortion at this point like And I'm sorry, but if you're going to stand on the side of like, oh, I'm going to be pro-choice, but like this doesn't really affect me. So I'm not really going to say anything or or amplify like these causes or these voices because I never would personally do it and I would never personally be affected by it. Then that's not really pro-choice. okay? that's not. But it's an illusion. So it's like all I'm saying is shut the fuck up. (laughs) You don't have nothing good. We don't we don't need him and him capital H, not God, but, <laughs> but all of these hymns out there, like judging and controlling our bodies and the narrative of like, who has bodily control, bodily autonomy, agency to healthcare and all these things. Cause it spans like past abortion, right? Absolutely. It does. And so I'm just, I'm really frustrated and it, it saddens me and Honestly, it makes me scared. Yeah. Like it just makes me scared. Um, as someone who like really doesn't even know if they ever want to have children, like to to be put in a position where potentially I would not have access to even have that choice. Yeah. 
It's are we are we pro-choice then? You know? So like I'm just saying y'all need to think more critically, it, at least for me yeah. and like other folks that like need access to these things. Um and, the, and we need to get these bitches there, like just read. But it's not even I I would argue <laughs> And that's the thing. I would argue it's not even a question of like knowledge, right? Like I think people, sensible people know like it's like, yeah, ab- abortion is safe or like abortion can do these things. And like I think sensible I think, people though, you you said the key. Right, right. There are I people think, who just follow like the sheep, like I don't even want to say sheep, but like there are people who are not fully educated or even aware of like reason oh, yeah. people get abortion reasons people get abortions like you know laws and policies and organizations and stuff that impact it and, and they I, have, but they have all these opinions right right we all know people got got so much opinion when they don't have anything to back it up but i and i agree but newsflash uh, this might shock some of you all, but you know, all of those anti-abortion protesters that will be sitting out there scaring people and like being super predatory and, you know, forcing people not to go into Planned Parenthoods or abortion clinics. Uh, I don't know if you all know this, but some of those people also get abortions and then they'll be on the front lines the very next day. Ooh. Like I, and it's, it's true. It's like true, I, yeah. I have friends that have worked in abortion clinics and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, they were just literally there yesterday. We had to organize like a secret way for them to come in after hours to get an abortion. And then who did I see two days later on the front the lawn front, protesting the picket line? So it's not even, it's not even a question. I think people know yeah. that like abortion actually isn't like a bad thing. And I think deep down, like if forced in that position, like, people do want to have access but i think it's it's really <laughs> i don't know i don't know people's motivations but I, and maybe it's i because, truly don't want to either like I, i'm scared yeah i think yeah i'm i'm going off on tangents but yeah in terms of you don't need them sis we don't need a government official sitting there telling us what we can do and what we cannot do with our bodies um and <laughs> and if we really want to get into it we don't need government officials but on that note you don't need them sis <laughs> thank you so much for your transparency and vulnerability and we're gonna take a break what up what up pose so today we are shouting out the adulting queen the adulting queen helps multi-generations of adults navigate adulting no one teaches you how to adult and it is rough out here through living her life and highlighting the stories of others, the Adulting Queen hopes to inspire people to be their best, healthy, authentic self. She hosts events, is a speaker and a personal coach and connector. If you want to learn more about the Adulting Queen, follow them over on Instagram at the Adulting Queen and at All Black Everything 2021. You could also find them on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn at The Adulting Queen. And also check out their website, www.theadultingqueen.com. Hey, hoes, we want to hear from you. Yes, you. We want to hear your recommendations and suggestions for segments such as You Don't Need Him, Sis, White People Are Not Okay, or Hashtag Wapano, and The Real Tea. We all know there's a man being trash or a white being white somewhere. So we would love to hear from you all about what you're seeing. And if you have a topic you want us to cover for a real tea segment, let us know. So feel free to connect with us and send us your ideas at twohappyhose at gmail.com or on social media at twohappyhose on all platforms. That's the number two, happy hose, H-E-A-U-X-E-S. We'd love to hear from you all and we're looking forward to your submissions. And with that, let's get back to the show. All right, so we are back and we're going to talk about, oh, she tripping. So where are you going slash where are you? Yes, as I said, I'm in Chicago. Um loving it you know it's super great um we're staying at a friend's condo so um it's really nice 
and downtown. yeah I'm just, yeah like downtown <laughs> bourgeoisie i know i do feel i do feel like the one percent right now i'm like <laughs> damn um <laughs> but yeah it's just on i mean tbh i can't really afford it but i'm like i'm just so isolated in new hampshire um and i mean if anyone in new hampshire listens to this like <laughs> let's be friends but yeah it's just it's interesting because also my work is like in two different states um mm-hmm. so i also don't have access to community there like you know when when we when we were in grad school yeah we were in iowa blah, but, but like other. right and i think school also gives you access to other people that obviously share similar interests you are like in the same space to build that community but like me having a virtual position right now and like also a lot of my colleagues are like 50 60 have kids like and not that I have no int- <laughs> yeah and not that I don't have any interest in that but like I don't um because I you, you know when your, people your, your child to be my friend right people become yeah and sometimes people become parents and I get it like that becomes your world but I'm like you you're still a person outside of being a parent and I don't want to hear about your kid all the time sorry but I don't um anyway so I'm in Chicago it was kind of a last minute plan and trip but like I um I'm super happy that I'm here like I'm just feeling very fulfilled um and then I'm also when I get back I will have a day off and then I have to go to Maine to go on campus it will be the first time that I've been in Maine (laughs) um and yeah i mean we can definitely go like um another time because it's right there um like a tundra so no we can't yeah maybe like (laughs) maybe like spring spring (laughs) yeah um and then i get back from there and have a day and then i go to vermont (laughs) for my other (laughs) campus so um it's just gonna be a lot of traveling a lot of out of my structure and element so i'm hoping that i can hold on for dear life um and oh and then in october i'm going to indiana um which isn't like super yay but but we're gonna be staying in a cabin it's gonna be an all black girl strip um i'm excited um to see some friends so um yeah i'm a I'm a jet setter, okay? Yes, my, 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 how the tables have turned because <laughs> I, for one, am just tripping. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just tripping, okay? Um, This, this schoolwork got me fucked up. Capitalism got me fucked up. Future um, impacts of capitalism got me fucked up. So mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. I wanted to book myself a last minute little writing retreat solo trip um and the flight was chef's kiss beautiful price then I got to the accommodations and that was going to be enough for me dog so I will be right here at my desk oh my god speaking of accommodations so I have to obviously reserve lodging and stuff when I go um to like Maine and Vermont Mm -hmm. and so Maine was fine um and it's not their dime so I was like cool let's book it Um, carlton bitch (laughs) okay maybe not all that but uh you know maine was easier because it's more of a touristy destination so like people come it's like right on the atlantic ocean Mm -hmm. um so that was easy but then when i was looking for vermont (laughs) look all of of all of the places looked like some ho-dunk like motel six looking places uh you know there was a couple bed and breakfast and stuff but like not anything you mean within the proximity of your campus right yeah and and so but honestly not a lot of stuff showed up like uh there was one that showed up that was like three miles away, but then the other one was like a half hour away. So I was like, what is happening? So then I emailed someone to be like, Hey, do you have any suggestions about where to stay? And then they were like, Oh, it sent me the link. And they were like, I would get in fast though, because a lot of people like stay there. And she was like, I would recommend the glamping me. 
clicks it. <laughs> Not me going to work, bitch, and y'all want me to be. It was literally like a bed. HR. In- HR. Bed, a bed inside a tent. Like, it did look nice. It looked cute if you're like a woodsy ass bitch. But like, I, I love nature from afar. But so also, I'm-, I'm there to work. I'm not there to vacation. Right. But I'm just sitting. But like, that's how. I feel restrictive the accommodations are around them because it's either I book a place that's like not super far, but just like not convenient. Mm -hmm. um, And I would have to like drive back and forth every day or I like (laughs) reserve these places that like, and I get it. They're like really centered on like, like someone uh, majors in out outdoor activities like that, you know, liberal arts colleges. That's fine, but what the fuck they got to do with me? I'm saying their orientation is like focused on they they do like field work so they'll come in and they'll like and then they have an expedition so like like folks come there so they can be so I get it but I'm just like I that's not me that's not me so (laughs) I'm like I'm not staying in a tent nowhere no how I remember when my white white ass mom used to send me with my white ass cousins to go camping and it was the worst time of my motherfucking life and so I'm never gonna willingly choose to just do that <laughs> I love how they sent it like yes queen you better get in there fast <laughs> like it looks up and I'm sure it does I'm sure they only have so many tents available like <laughs> was it what, what a yurt that kind of tent no, it was kind of like a cloth looking tent with like a bed inside a and like, like tent. Y- yeah, kind of right. No, no, it was like a tent tent, like a oh, triangle like, tent. Oh, mm, no. yeah. And I was like, I you gotta send me the link. <laughs> yeah, I will. You'll you'll see y'all. But a bitch ain't going glamping. Is she camping or glamping if she don't got to? Okay, I hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yes, hopefully I'll go somewhere when I graduate. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, let's move on to Wapano. Mm-hmm. And well, what do we talk about today, Chelsea? So we've kind of touched on this briefly, but today we're digging in specifically on Karen, the term Karen, not <laughs> the equivalent to a racial slur. Um at, I get that you're offended. I get that, you know, you're fragile. But Karen, the term Karen is not equivalent to a a racial slur. Um, Really, if we want to call it what it is, you're unashamed exploiters of white um, entitlement. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the fact that you even would equate it to like the weight of a, a racial slur really just shows like the disconnect of your from your like in your awareness I guess of your entitlement because racial slurs obviously have been rooted in over a century of systemic oppression and mistreatment of black and brown people Mm -hmm. um and you are really the vehicles of that yes (laughs) you're literally the vehicle of that so the fact that you think that the term is just as offensive as a racial slur um, and not just the n-word other um, racial slurs as well is just really empty so I really (laughs) I really don't understand also what's Ken in the article I read I'm quoting from Forbes um, read that Ken is the like male equivalent of a Karen um so okay I've hardly ever heard that used me neither so, but you know um so now I they're just making all, up words I just call them all Karen's okay right no if y'all seen on TikTok the video I think it's from Jimmy Fallon um where uh-huh. they go on the street and ask kids like what is a Karen and then they give like their answers and I'm like these innocent babies um know that y'all out here acting a damn plum fool okay like Mm -hmm. embarrassing like this one little boy was like or this one child was like um this lady called my mama karen (laughs) 
parking lot and we can only make an assumption of what his mom looked like but um (laughs) yeah and the thing about Karen's like they represent multiple forms of entitlement not just racial entitlement but political class because even they're like calling the police on kids you know Mm -hmm. and like yelling at kids and yelling at people in TJ Maxx because they don't want to wear a mask and um, you know, falling out in the floor in Victoria's Secret because the lady, you know, you cut someone like it's just it screams like sit the fuck down. Really- <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And like, like I kind of said, it's it's really point blank white entitlement, white privilege, white fragility. But I'm going to keep using the, you know, the cute, funny colloquial label of Karen because like we, we know what it's synonymous for. Um, and if you want to stop being called a Karen, stop fucking acting like that. And we're, we're also sitting there like, and I, we both know this and I feel like most people of color, black people know this, like, yeah, when we call you a Karen, like at the end of the day, it's just, (laughs) we're calling out privilege. Right. And I think it's also the, um, it'll never hold the same weight as racial slurs that literally um, discriminate against people of color and black people, not only throughout history, but just like to show their place within society, right? Like the weight just is not there. And like, I think, yeah, at the end of the day, Karen, (laughs) is obviously racialized it's politicized all of those things but like that's never gonna stop them from like if i call someone a karen people aren't gonna call the cops on her if anything her being a karen and the cops show up she can just like then become yes become a a Susie boohoo and like start like fucking crying her eyes out and being like no they were discriminating against me and all this stuff and I mean it just shows voice again (laughs) they were just discriminating against me (laughs) and because they just literally will always sit there and do the most bold that's what I can't stand about them they will do the most bold ass shit and then act the victim and we know that white women do that all the time it's like literally documented in history but like uh, i don't it goes back to, to that um the man doing the most innocent thing almost that someone can do fucking bird watching and that lady called the cops on him in central park this man is looking at fucking birds you have to be still and quiet so he's bothering <laughs> literally no one like literally just existing but that's that's how dangerous it is and that I think that's the difference like yeah you want to sit there and be like oh I'm being bullied and I'm being called a Karen but the weight just simply is not there right like a white person calling a black person like a nigger is is different and it holds so much more power and weight and violence because of that if they were to call the cops, if they were just by their word alone, like they, they can literally subject any black person to violence. Violence, Yeah. Whereas if I were to call a black, not a black person, a white person, a Karen or a cracker or like whatever, (laughs) like, yeah, you can, you can cry about it, but that is not like on the, on the edge of you and death. Right. Like, It just, me calling you a Karen is never, you are never going to still be subjected to the same violence, like, by me calling out literally just your middle-class white woman privilege. Like, sorry you, sorry you live in suburbia, Karen. Sorry that you go to Target every day and make your children's lunch. I'm sorry that I called that out. I'm sorry that you shop at Ann Taylor and like you will sit there and sorry that you wanted to be the boss babe at your law firm, but Ted came and took that from you. I'm sorry that like, you know, whatever this inconvenience that this black or brown person is causing you right now is like keeping you from your like daughter's soccer game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but at the end, like, it's just not, it doesn't hold. It doesn't hold the same way. And it's just like, get, get, get it out of your head. 
Yeah, but I think it's the, like, Karens just have main character energy. They just think that they are the main character in everyone else's life. And they <laughs> they literally are just, it's another way to manipulate the, the, the situation to make it about them, to make them victims, Ooh. right? Like, that is, that's the whole thing of being a Karen. Like, they are now using this to be like we are oppressed we are actually the ones even though they sat there and like you know hit a black person or called called uh the cops on a black person or yeah children even though they are the ones perpetuating violence they still it it's basically a new form of white white woman tears right like they want to derail the entire conversation to now make racism of which they perpetuated about them of course because white people love to make shit about that period i mean it's what we're founded upon truly and another bone to pick i have with this article um is (laughs) so it talked about in the article like how there's in the media more accounts of like Karen incidents than Ken incidents, thereby saying like there's more documented accounts of white women, um, you know, giving the Karen energy versus like white men. Um, and so it talked about how there's like, you know, probably an equal, if not more, um, men projecting the same behavior, specifically white men. Um, and then it brought in sexism. Yes, we are against sexism. Um, I'm going to read an exact quote from the article. It says, the general bias and tacit sexism against women likely is a factor. And even though the behavior is inexcusable, it is also unfair to exclusively elevate women's behavior through labeling. Forbes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? The fuck up. Like... Y'all, y'all will re- y'all will literally dig to the depths of fucking hell. Y'all will dig to the depths of fucking hell to try to be oppressed. It's very, very, very sickening. It's weird. It's like, just fucking you be weird. So bad, like. But I think it's also like just from this quote, it's. It's, fu- it's not fun. Unfair it's- to exclusively elevate. And I just love that it's like, and even though the behavior is inexcusable, we should also feel bad for them because this is obviously sexist because we should be holding more men accountable. And it's just like, look, peak men. Feminism. The big white feminism, right? True. And I think also, uh, I think it's missing out on the fact that like we're we're not um dismissing the fact that white men are violent in like various ways, right? No, we're just calling out the fact that y'all are just as violent. Yes, and white men are violent in like so many other ways just due to and we can recognize the patriarchal like intersection of that um with whiteness, but I think like going back to even Texas or like stuff like that, like a lot of white men show violence in very like perversive and like even sometimes covert ways. ways. Yes. Like, because they hold the power, but then white women, because they're like, I want to be like Ken, but I can't because of this damn sexism. They want to sit there. They're still white at the end of the day. Victim. And so then they then um, portray their violence in very different ways, just based on the fact that they are white women. So like, yeah, sure. We can sit there and be like, oh, we're not holding as many Kens accountable. But like, what, what was that point supposed to make that we should just like stop like pointing out the violence that like Karen's cause because white men are out there like on a violent spree every day. Like, no, we have time for both. Yeah. We have time for fucking both. Yes, and because y'all, like, y'all are not going to stop. Yeah. They're not going to stop. So in a, a lot of these Karens are married to the kids. So what, what are we trying to say here? Okay, and to the Rodneys who are also married to these Karens, get them to fucking together too. Uh, But white people, get your people, please. Thank you. 
not okay not okay but anyway moving into a hoe tip what you got for us today chelsea if you are going to be listening to videos tiktoks music music in public on at the bus stop walking down the street on the subway wear your fucking headphones just wear your headphones i I don't want to hear that it's not my phone it's not my it's not my tiktok it's not my my playlist i don't want to fucking hear that i when chelsea brought this up to me and we were planning i i just want to know because i feel like i am not alone but you know what i asked jimmy about it and he's like "Mm, no you're alone yes no (laughs) okay so i was like oh my god like haven't you ever been like in a work meeting or like something and you go to look something up and you forget and your last like porn search comes up and you have to like hurry up and exit out of it and then Chelsea's like "Mm, no no (laughs) and I'm just like damn everyone clears their history like that because I sit here and I'm like what the fuck as soon as I'm fucking done bitch Wow. I, you know, in my head, I'm like, who's really going to go through my phone? And so then I forget about it. And then the next day, you know, I go to search something and I'm like, oh shit, dicks, vaginas, <laughs> sex. <laughs> but anyway, all of that okay, is so my next tip. My next home tip <laughs> is clear your fucking browser history when you're done flicking the bean or wanking, whatever, <laughs> like close it out. Clear the history after you're done pleasuring yourself, please. I'm sick. I'm sick. I I just know I'm not the only one though. So if that has happened to you, let me know. Cause I'm like, I am not, I cannot be the only one. <laughs> it seems to me. got to put a muzzle on that bitch sorry y'all the amazon uh delivery person is here like going to all the doors um but yeah that's really the end of our show y'all can hear bentley telling us to shut the fuck up so keep it classy hoes and sometimes trashy bye hey hoes we now have a new way for you to connect with us. Our website, www.twohappyhoes.com, is a one-stop shop to view all of our new and past content, resources, and guest info from each episode, a collection of all of our POC business shoutouts, merch, and more. Our website is the next best way to connect with us outside of social media. And do you want an all-access pass to everything Two Happy O's related? I know I do. Sign up for our email subscription where we can send you our podcast snapshot filled with exclusive glimpses of all of our upcoming episodes, new content, and special announcements before anyone else. So head over to www.twohappyhose.com today to check us out and connect with us. Again, that's the number two, happyhose, H-E-A-U-X-E-S.com. We can't wait to hear from you all.